You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. You can subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast from. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals right now. In the offseason, let's kick it back to three shows a week, which is still the only three-show-week podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So on today's show, we're going to dive into some news about Kansas City, and we're going to compare a little bit the Royals to the Chiefs run right now. I found an interesting observation about that Chiefs run that we'll get to later on. But right now, it is still time to look around baseball. And, and there was a report today that really impacts Kansas City. We'll see how it develops because, as you all know, that the Royals have been involved with Jerickson Profar. Interested, to say the least, in Profar. And when the Padres signed an overseas infielder, everyone, including myself, assumed that that would mean that they'd be out on Jerickson Profar. But just when you think the Padres are out, and just when you think the Padres are not going to make any any moves anymore, they just keep rattling off these moves. They're going to acquire Joe Musgrove. They're going to still be involved with Jerickson Profar. And now it seems like they're the favorites to retain Jerickson Profar, which would take that hitter off the market for Kansas City. In my opinion, if you can't get Jerickson Profar, then the Royals offseason should be over. It should just be done. I think that Kansas City has done enough. That that Profar would be the icing on the cake and he would be the cherry on top. But without Profar, I would not want to see Kansas City just make a, a flaring, you know, a flaring their arms in the air and just kind of waving back and forth trying to trying to figure something else out, like trying to get a, a dramatic plan B. I'd rather see them just take a step back and say, you know what? We had a pretty good offseason. I mean, any time that you can go from the last place team in the division to where you're getting picked pretty consistently about number three in the division, that is a massive leap and a massive step forward. Now, still, you have to play well enough to warrant those predictions. You have to play well enough to warrant uh, that hype in the preseason. But if you can truly follow suit with that leap from five to three, you've done a good job. You just have. You've done a good job this offseason. A lot of that will have to do with how young players progress. Will we see Bobby Witt Jr. this year? Who knows? The young pitchers, Asa Lacey, Daniel Lynch, yada, yada, yada. And with Kansas City, I would like to see the mad pro far because to me, that 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 move would signal you're in, right? You're, you're in on winning this year. Uh, you're not worried about coddling young players or putting their development first. Look, Mike Matheny, you can love him or hate him. He didn't put... Nicky Lopez's development over winning last year. Now, he still had to play Nicky Lopez because Nicky Lopez is really the only uh, second baseman they had, and he's a gold glove level second baseman. Uh, but he didn't coddle Nicky Lopez, and he tried his best to, to hide that 
lineup and efficiency, and he tried his best to hide that black hole in the lineup, which sadly Nicky Lopez was last year. You all know, if you listen, if you listen to the show, I've been doing it for over a year now. You all know that I am really high on what Nicky Lopez can end up being later down the road. But even last year, whenever he was basically your only option, Matheny tried his best to, to eliminate as many at bats from Lopez as he could. And if you add Jerickson Profar, to me, Mike Matheny's competitiveness and Mike Matheny's drive to want to be good and want to have a good ball club would push Profar to your everyday second baseman. Like you would, you would see Profar be a mainstay in this lineup. And at that point, the most amount of black holes in your lineup would be one. And that would be if you still continue to play Michael A. Taylor, who will never be a good hitter in Major League Baseball. But you can afford to have one bad hitter. Now, can you afford to have two bad hitters with this current lineup? Probably not. This current lineup really needs needs one through nine production to kind of balance each other out and pick each other up. So getting Profar would be pretty big in terms of contending and would really see and signal to me that Kansas City is not just giving you lip service whenever they say they want to contend. This is not coach speak. This is not just what you have to say to try to win the offseason and get fans invested that this is legitimate. But it seems like the Padres are going to bring him back. And if the Padres want to bring him back, it would depend what the price is, right? Because even though I would like a Jerickson Profar move, even though I'd be totally on board with it, and I think that'd be a really good move for Kansas City, there is a limit on bringing in Profar. It is not bringing Profar at any cost, right? So if the Padres want to get dangerous and they want to get risky and they want to throw caution to the wind, let them. Let them. Because at the end of the day, Profar is your cherry on top. He's not your foundation of a good offseason. I think we can all agree that Kansas City has had a good offseason. And really, win or lose this year, no matter what the record is, that does not take away from the offseason. The offseason was a good offseason. You tried your best. You brought in some low-risk, high-reward guys. If Carlos Santana does not turn turn it around and he does not perform well this year, then so be it. But it was worth the chance. If Mike Miner does not turn it around and does not perform well this year, then so be it. It was worth a chance. The only signing that could fail for you is if somehow Michael A. Taylor aggresses as a defender. Because if Michael A. Taylor is not an elite defender, then he literally has no reason to be in Major League Baseball, period. So that's the only signing that you can look at and say, well, there's still a, there's still a chance that that's a bad signing. But at the end of the day, who really cares about Michael A. Taylor signing, right? Like, that's not going to break the future of your organization. It's not going to break the bank or anything. So... All in all, Kansas City had a really good offseason already. Uh, but you don't want to pay too much for Jerickson Profar because he is just that cherry on top, but he'd be a heck of a cherry on top. So monitor what's going on with San Diego right now because they are just making moves left and right. They, they just seemingly pull a rabbit out of the hat every other day. So the fact that they're still in on Profar, to me, seems risky. And it seems... Uh, fishy because remember a few weeks ago whenever they signed that guy from overseas I was almost uh, just penciling in Profar to the Royals organization it could have taken a bit longer than expected because Profar wants to kind of weigh his options but I thought eventually Profar would be in Kansas City my, my confidence level of Profar to Kansas City is right now at about 52 percent and I really want to see that jack up uh, here coming in the coming days but we'll see what San Diego does that's really been the story of this offseason. Like, you know all those magazines and uh, the Bleacher Report articles and things like that of like, oh, here's where every player went this offseason in case you missed it to get ready for opening day. You know, this is where everyone's playing now. 
yeah, you know what? Just assume everyone's playing in San Diego and then be surprised when they're not because this offseason has just been about wait and see what San Diego does. Just everyone wait around, clear out, give them the room, let's see what they do. And they can just take whatever they want, whoever they want, whenever they want. But the the race for Pro 4 is on. So we'll see who comes out victorious in that one. That's really the only big news for the Kansas City Royals right now. I, I do want to give a January 28-man roster projection, 26-man roster projection on tomorrow's show. So be on the lookout for that. But coming up, I want to talk about the parallels between the Royals and the Chiefs. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. It is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, listen, the football postseason is in full swing, and you can get in on the action right now. You can bet on every single NFL postseason game, including you can predict the Super Bowl matchup if you have a good feeling about both conference championship games. So get in on that action right now. Bet on the Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl this week. You can bet on college hoops. You can bet on the NBA. You can bet on future odds for Major League Baseball if you're only into baseball. A lot of stuff to do. A lot of stuff to do at betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, Personally, I am betting on Kansas City to beat the Bills this weekend, so head on over there with me to betonline.ag. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you couldn't even send the email properly. Like you were on Hotmail. You didn't know what a subject line was. It was a disaster. And then your landline would ring on your rotary phone off the hook, and you'd have to go pick that up, and all of a sudden the internet stopped working. It was, it was totally a mess 20 years ago. You think it's a mess now. It was a mess 20 years ago. But you could have been going to rockauto.com right now and finding all the parts your car would ever need. For the last 20 years of family-owned business, it saves you money. It, it, it absolutely saves you money from the dealerships and the retail stores around town. Plus, we don't really want to go to stores anymore. It's 2021. Just go online. My favorite part is their easy-to-navigate website, which allows me to put my make, my model, my year into their database, and they're only going to show me car parts that are going to be compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting money on parts I don't need and parts that do not fit. Otherwise, I would be totally lost on what to buy for my car. So they help me out there. They're going to help you out. Tell them Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. Visit them today, rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I want to tell you right now, to head over to Locked On MLB when this podcast is over. Uh, join Locked On MLB daily for the baseball encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please just call him Sully. Every day on Locked On MLB, a unique look at the majors, both past and present. It is also featuring an exciting guest interviews with routine check-ins of Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts and insightful analysis from the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcast from. I enjoy it each and every morning to get the rundown from what's happening around the sport of baseball. But right now, I'm going to talk about the Royals and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are obviously the biggest story in Kansas City right now. They're 
heading into the AFC Championship game for the third straight year. Andy Reid is hosting that game for the third straight year for the second time in his career, the second time in NFL history, and the first time in the AFC. It's a fun time. Still up in the air as of now that I'm recording this about Mahomes, but I think that he's going to play. If I had to guess he's going to play, who knows? But that's exactly the parallels I'm getting from this team, though, with Kansas City. Right? Last year, the parallels for Kansas City Royals and Chiefs were the comebacks. Right? You're getting down 10, 24 points in every single game, and you're just coming back, coming back, coming back, and storming back in these games, just as the Royals did in 2015 and 2014. You know, the wild card comeback in 2014. The Astros come back in 2015. The Blue Jays come back in 2015. The Mets come back in 2015, where you, you, you get that game one, you get the game five. And then this year happens, and you're thinking, okay, we've had the we've had the gimmicky, you know, relatable, you know, connectable Royals and Chiefs run. At this point, the Chiefs are just dominant, right? Well, Patrick Mahomes goes down. And everyone, including myself, gets very, very nervous. Oh, no. Oh, no. Chad Henney. Oh, no. Chad Henney's the quarterback now. And then he throws that interception. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game to Cleveland. But Chad Henney, at the end of the day, steps up and he's your hero. Chad Henney, on Sunday, was the Chiefs version of Christian Colon. Chad Henney was the Christian Colon of football. On Sunday, as he gets that first down on the fourth and inches rollout to Tyreek Hill. If you win the Super Bowl this year in Kansas City, it can all be traced back to Chad Henney. Just as that 2015 World Series can all be traced back to Christian Colon. The unsung heroes of championships in the City of Fountains. I want to know your your legitimate thoughts whenever you saw Chad Henney come into the game. I, I was impressed with the reaction from the Chiefs players who had confidence in him and Andy Reid who had confidence in him. I think that that goes to the fact of the Chiefs are, are a true, complete team because, let's be honest here, at least for me, I like Chad Henney. I think he's a good guy. But football-wise, especially at that interception, I was very nervous. I was very, very nervous that they were going to lose that game. But Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and the players on that team were very confident in themselves, and and they believed. I truly think they, I, you know, I truly believe them whenever they say they believe in Chad Henney because their body language said the exact same thing. And so I think that that's really special. I don't think you get that same sort of energy from a team that loses their starting quarterback anywhere else in the NFL than the energy you got from this team in Kansas City after Mahomes went down. I still think Mahomes will be good to go Sunday, but we'll see what happens uh, in the next coming days. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnRoyals. We'll be back tomorrow, and on tomorrow's show, we're going to uh, preview the Royals' 26-man roster. Who do I have making the cut for Kansas City in the way-too-early roster projections? That's all coming up on the Locked On Royals podcast. Be good and be good to one another.